Um, anytime there's something that feels aligned with your spirit, you just go to that period. Like just go, literally just go to where it feels good. Go to where the good vibes are. Welcome to The Compassionate Creative, the podcast that shares the stories of creative leaders who work to pave a path forward in their industries and do so with compassion, authenticity, and integrity. I'm your host, Charlene Dinger, a fellow creative who is inspired by artists and innovators that push their work forward from a place of compassion. I hope you join me on this journey. Stay curious, listen with an open heart and mind, and hopefully we will all find some inspiration along the way. Hello again, my lovely listener. Welcome back to the Compassionate Creative Podcast. So excited to be back in this space with you for episode 39. And today my guest is Lauren Williams. She is the creator, producer, and host of the Imperfectly Phenomenal Woman podcast. And I actually had the pleasure of being a guest on Lauren's podcast. And this is sort of a continuation or a part two of that conversation. So um, we talk a lot about purpose. That was sort of the theme of uh, my interview with Lauren on her podcast. And so we kind of keep going with that, sort of dissecting what it means to her and to us um, and sort of like what our conclusions were around this particular topic. Um, We talk a lot about expectations and sort of how freeing ourselves from expectations can allow for creativity to to grow and uh, and flourish a little bit more. And we also get into limiting beliefs. So this is a really big theme that Lauren explores on her podcast. So what are limiting beliefs? Um, And, you know, how becoming aware of our limiting beliefs um, can kind of help us understand ourselves a little bit more. So we have a lot to talk about. Um, We have such a great connection and a great vibe. I loved this conversation with Lauren. So let's get right into it. Here we go with Lauren Williams. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to the podcast. I'm very, very excited to have you here today. Thanks so much for being with me. Of course. I'm excited to chat with you again. We had a really good combo. We did. We did. Yeah. So last, I was on Lauren's podcast and we're definitely going to be talking about it. We, We had a chat last week and then we are having a chat again and we're actually going to kind of continue our conversation um about about purpose. So before we dive into that, Lauren, I always start with the same first question for my guests. And that is, how have you shown yourself compassion today? Ooh, today. Ah, okay. So this is what I would go with. So as I mentioned, I have been getting HelloFresh boxes. Yes. Um, And so right before I got on this, I wanted to cook and to be productive. Nice. That combination of the two, I should have just chose one. (laughs) And so I got to this point where I was like trying to watch this kind of like workshop video thing. Um, And while I was watching it, I was simultaneously cooking and I was trying to come up with the answer to the prompt that Mm. the instructor had given. Mm -hmm. But as I was 
trying to figure that out, I started to have like some anxiety because I'm like, I'm not figuring this out right now. Right. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, flip the chicken. Right. Okay. Okay. Do that. How much water is supposed to go in here? Okay. I don't have the mental space to figure out this answer to this question. I'm getting anxiety. Mm. I want to answer this question. Um, so I got to the point where I was just like, fuck it. I just need to cook. Yeah. And like, and, and just give yourself that space to like, enjoy that activity. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, I love that. I think sometimes I think, especially as women, we try to multitask because we know that we can. Um, and yeah, I think like sometimes it's just, it just becomes a lot. And then you, you become like lost. You just become lost in whatever it is that you're trying to do. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a really, I mean, cooking for me is always super, super therapeutic anyways. Like I love, I love to cook. I love to be in the kitchen. I love to bake. I love to cook for other people. Like I find Mm -hmm. that very, very therapeutic. Um, I have a couple of friends that are um, like pregnant right now. So I love making them healthy snacks. And I just think it's a really, it's a really nice, nice way to like connect to, to myself. And if I'm doing it for other people too, it's a nice way to like show other people compassion too. But yeah, I'm glad that you were able to kind of like pause for a second and be like, okay, no, I actually just need to focus on like one thing. Um, so do you think you'll get back around to that, that like journaling prompt at some yeah, point and be able to sit down? On, cool. Yeah. I plan on doing it right after this. I don't know why, nice. like I never thought about the, I, well, it's not that I've never thought about cooking for others. Mm. I think that would give me anxiety too. <laughs> <laughs> like, and maybe, no cooking for myself makes me happy but I've never fair. really had to cook for others yeah yeah, yeah. maybe if you kind of go into it without like without the the sort of um intention of like making something for somebody else but if it mm-hmm. ends up being that mm-hmm. there's like leftovers or you know there's something that yes. you want to end up sharing then maybe that feels take, better like that'll take the anxiety out of Thank it you. yeah that feels yeah. better yeah of course um okay so you are I mean I have down here host and producer but as as we kind of talked about last week on your on your podcast you're the host the producer, you know, social media manager, marketing, like you're everything for for your business, for your, for your podcast. And it is called Imperfectly Phenomenal Woman. And Mm -hmm. I just love the title of that. Um, I mean, there's a lot in it. And so I just wanted to ask, like, what was, what was the inspiration behind the name of of this podcast and what sort of um inspired you to to start it yeah um so it started with a breakup okay and so i was crying to my friend in a restaurant um tears rolling down my face and all of that and then mm. as she was speaking she was like lauren you're an imperfectly phenomenal woman blah 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 mm. and as soon as she said that i like literally like was just like that's my podcast. It's amazing. Like I literally stopped crying. It was just a moment of just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I'm an Clarity. imperfectly phenomenal woman. Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like you can be imperfect and phenomenal at the same time. What? Yeah. Huh? I love it. Like I had no, I just, I don't know that thought just kind of literally those three words changed my life. Hmm. Um, she wasn't trying to do that in that moment. I still don't think she realizes the impact that those three words had on me. Mm. Um, but it literally has changed my life. Mm. Those three words realizing I can be imperfect and phenomenal. 
Um, and so initially I was afraid to start the podcast because I was always that person behind the scenes. Um, didn't think anybody would want to listen to me. Didn't think I could hold a conversation. Um, and so I told myself, okay, just try it. So the way that I typically force myself into doing things is like, okay, just prove yourself wrong. Mm. And so I proved myself wrong that I am actually a really good podcaster. (laughs) People Mm -hmm. really enjoy listening to me, really enjoy talking to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just worked out. So here we are. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love, I love that. Um, what you just said about like proving myself wrong. Mm-hmm. That is, that is, it's a, such a challenge, right? Because we, it's, it's so hard sometimes to like, just want to like, not want to fall on your face. Right. I think especially oh, yeah. as a creative person, someone like you're putting yourself out there and it's like you said, like, who's going to want to listen to me? Same, you know, same sort mm-hmm. of ideas that, that I definitely had about starting this podcast and about like just literally putting anything out into the world, whether it's like <laughs> stepping up in front of a yoga class and teaching or, you know, putting some kind of like, um, peace out, whether it's dance art, whatever it might be, there's always that question in the back of your mind of like, who's actually going to want to participate in this? Who is actually going to want to absorb this? And I love that. Like just challenging yourself to, to just do it right. And prove Mm -hmm. yourself wrong. And then you usually end up proving yourself wrong. Literally every time. Right. Yeah. And so the thing is, once you prove yourself wrong multiple times, it's fine after that, you know, like Mm. any other time you're afraid to do something, you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I can do it. Cause if I try to prove myself wrong, it's going to work again and again and again and again. Right. Yeah. And even if you fail, like I'm one of those people who like believes in failure, I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, if you fail, you learn from it and you just Mm -hmm. keep going. So just keep keep failing and keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, and so, you know, we, we talked a lot about purpose on, um, on your podcast when, when I was being interviewed Mm -hmm. and, even when you were just talking about like the the inspiration behind starting your podcast, it kind of feels like it that was that was just like divine, you know, intervention. Like your friend said those three words, you immediately were sort of like pulled out of that yeah. energy that you were in and it just completely shifted your energy. Um, and so do you kind of feel like was that you know, do you feel like that was divine timing? Do you feel like this podcast has become part of what your purpose is and part of, you know, like the the message that you're sharing through the podcast? Do you believe that that has become, you know, part of your purpose? Yes. <laughs> Short answer. Yes. yes. Yeah. But, but I have this like thing about purpose where I don't necessarily feel like, like, I have to have a purpose, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. um, when I think of my purpose, I think like, if I have to say what my purpose is, I would say it's just to like exist in the world, experience the world, live fully, live authentically, like just experience. Honestly, I think purpose for me is experience Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I did look at it from the lens that most people look at it, I think most people look at me and assume that my podcast is my purpose. Right. And then it also makes me think about, because you were saying it was kind of like just divine timing and all of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of my life is that I've noticed just like things just happen. There's no planning that I could do with this kind of stuff. Yeah. At no point in my life that I plan to have my own podcast. Never. Right. Right. Um, 
yes, I did help my friend produce a podcast before this. And that was that same girl who called me in a perfectly phenomenal woman. Hmm. Um, but maybe I was projecting what hmm. I want to her. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had never planned to create my own podcast or I never would have ever realized that holding space for women and people in general is something that I'm good at right. or giving people space giving people a space to be vulnerable. I never, I never would have known that these are things that I do unless I had proved myself wrong, right. tried it anyways. I would have never searched for this stuff. Yeah. So when people tell me that they're like trying to find their purpose, I'm like, oh no, brother. Right, right. I don't know. You just yes. got to let life happen and go where the good vibes are. Yes. That's the extent to which I think we could do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was a huge theme of what we, what we chatted about. And, you know, I obviously highly recommend that people check out that, that chat and that, you know, your podcast, obviously, but um, if they're interested in exploring more of what we talked about on this, on this topic, um, because that's sort of what, what we kind of concluded with basically was like, but what is purpose anyways? Like, I Mm -hmm. love that idea of just like, but we're all just here just to exist. Like we're all here to just live our life. And is that not purpose enough? Like legit. Why do we have to label what it, it like? I, I am a podcaster. I do this, but it's like, you're so much more than that. Like there's, we're just so much more complicated than that. We're so much more complex than that. So yeah, I think purpose, you know, like you said, in, in sort of, like the term itself already kind of puts, it's like, there's like a little checkbox beside it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is my purpose. And so right. how can we kind of like expand out of that? Um, yeah, I really, I really love that. Cause you know, it, it just, it just allows for more freedom to That was literally the word I was thinking explore. just now. Yeah. It's like so freeing not to feel like you have to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so freeing. And then it, it doesn't hold you in any kind of a box. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime there's something that feels aligned with your spirit, you just go to that period. Yes. yes. Like just go, literally just go to where it feels good. Go to where the good vibes are. Yeah. Like just keep following whatever feels good. And if you do that, then good things will come from it. Right. Because you're like in your best energy. Yes. You're operating in the things that you're good at. Like you yeah. are exploring and trying to learn like all the good things come from where um things align with your energy mm-hmm. and your spirit and all the things that you want just go to where it feels good yes <laughs> I love that go to where it feels good that's yeah. beautiful that could be your purpose too yeah absolutely go where it feels good yes and I think sometimes you know again I think especially as creatives like like I said, I like I put myself in this box of like I I am a dancer, uh-huh. you know I like I do this. I <laughs> and you said it like a, a robot too, which is because, kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah, like it's it that's because that's why it's like when when someone asks you like oh like what what do you do? What is your purpose? It's like well I'm a dancer. I mm-hmm. teach this. I do this. But I also love to cook. I also am yeah. a podcaster. I also love to just like hang out with people and have really great conversations and be inspired. And sometimes I like to do something that's completely out of my comfort zone and that no one mm-hmm. would expect me to do. And so it's like sometimes you align yourself with these things that A, you've sort of put your own expectations on yourself. And B, it's like, what do I think people expect of that. me? Yes. You know, and so how do we kind of 
stay aligned with with all of the things that we know are are that we're good at, that we're mm-hmm. passionate about. Um but then also taking that pressure off of like those expectations, releasing yep. those expectations and just being okay with exploring and changing it up sometimes. You know, I think, I think again, like as creatives, I think sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm this type of an artist. And so these are the expectations of what I think I should be doing or what, you know, my degree tells right. me I should be doing or what my my followers and my subscribers and yeah. my, you know, the people who are supporting me, what are they expecting of me? But I feel like if you can start to just release yourself from that and just go to where the energy feels like it's flowing, then yeah. again, it's that, that sense of like freedom. Um, and, and that's where I feel like creativity has this space to flourish and, and, um, and grow. I love that you said go to where the energy feels like it's flowing. Because mm. for me, that's very visual. My mm. background is arts too. So mm-hmm, I have like mm-hmm. all my degrees are in art stuff. Okay. Um, but that is so visual to me. Like go to where the energy is flowing. Because I feel like, I almost feel like I can see it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't know how to explain what's in my head right now. But like, it's so visual. Yep. You know how when it's hot and you can see heat waves? Yes. Like it looks like that yeah, to me, totally. But it totally. also has a color to it for some Love reason. That. I don't know yeah. why it's pink. That is just not what I would have expected of myself. But oh. like the color of that energy is pink for me. Yeah, and I actually feel like I can take this with me in the future now too. Good. Um, looking for where the good energy is actually flowing, and yeah, I also really believe in like walking towards that. Mm. Um, a lot of time we know what we want to do. Like you have that big idea in your head already, mm-hmm. um, and you know that like if it feels good in your spirit, that's what you're supposed to do. Like right. just go do it. Right. But people sit on it and they think on it and they ruminate on it, and that energy is over there flowing. I can right. see it. It's pink and it looks like a heat wave. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting over here and I'm not gonna go explore it. But like. Right. You have to walk towards it. Like, yeah. and as long as you start walking towards it, that's when all the doors start to get unlocked. Mm. And mm. I never would have expected any of this shit. So right. I made um I made this thing called a hype file last night. I couldn't sleep. Cool. So literally <laughs> it was like two in the morning. Yeah. Um, I had been procrastinating with doing this for a while. I had heard one of my podcast mentors, she was like, create a hype file for yourself. Anytime oh you feel God. down, go back and look at that. Um, and so I literally just couldn't sleep. So I was like, okay, sometimes when you can't sleep, just do something. So I yeah. decided to create my hype file. It was like two in the morning. Couldn't I barely open my eyes. Um, opened up Google Docs on my phone. I'd already taken a bunch of screenshots of positive things that people have sent to me nice. and just started putting all those things into that hype file. I ended up with 63 Amazing. different things in there from strangers, all yes. like, oh my gosh, I love this episode on X. Oh my gosh, this was so great. Oh my gosh, this taught me this. Yes. I could have never planned for that shit. Totally. I couldn't. Yeah. But I just kept walking towards what felt right. Mm. And that's what resonated with the people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Just walk. Just walk, just walk towards it. And, and for me, what, what comes up when, when you're saying that is, um, 
just like letting go of of the fear of it because mm-hmm. I think that's that's also as 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 creatives as artists like when you're starting when you're starting with something new it's like that it's like I know that I want to do that or I know I see where that energy is that I I know that that's probably going to feel really good mm-hmm. but what if it's not perfect yeah you know yeah. what if it's not what if it's not what if it doesn't end up being what the people want like mm-hmm. again what who am I if it's not perfect that's great mm-hmm. if it's not what the people want that's great mm-hmm. like you did it you learned from it now yes. pivot yes. yes that is literally the the timeline of it like do it fail mm-hmm. pivot mm-hmm. take what was good from it do mm-hmm. it again fail pivot Take what was good from it. Do it again. Fail. Pivot. And you will end up so much further down the road than if you just didn't do anything. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So shout out to you not being like, don't be perfect. It's okay. It's fine. Fail. And just, you know, fail funly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because again, you can be imperfect and phenomenal phenomenal at at the the same same damn time, time, friends. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I love that so much. Um, and, you know, I think we're, we're kind of going on this path now of, of, um, you know, this idea of like, okay, so how do we get out of that, that thought process of fear of like, I'm not good enough. Like when mm-hmm. you run into those thoughts, um, these are limiting beliefs. Yeah. And this is a lot of what you, this is like a big theme in your in your podcast, you speak with women who, um, you know, have a limiting belief around a certain topic and, uh, you kind of, by the end of the episode come to a reframe. So what, what does it mean to have, um, these limiting beliefs and how can we let go of them in a way that can help us move forward with, with like our creative process? Yeah. Um, So the way that I describe limiting beliefs, I say limiting beliefs are the ideas that you have that hold you back from living fully and authentically. Mm. Um, And really that is the goal in life to live fully as yourself. And if you have these thoughts that are holding you back from doing that, then we got to address them, friends. We can't Mm -hmm. not just, we can't let those just be because they are literally holding you back and dictating the decisions that you make. And they mm-hmm. oftentimes aren't even realistic. That's the worst part. Yeah. Maybe yes. lies. Yes. They are lies. Um, one of the most common ones that things end up going back to, like it's a lot of limiting beliefs are just rooted in another limiting belief that I'm not good enough mm-hmm. is what I've noticed. Which honestly, once I've made that realization, that was maybe like 70 episodes in. I was like, mm-hmm. that's back. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. wish it were more deep than that, but it's not. No, that it's like yeah. so simple, really. Yeah. yeah. Like I wish it were just so much more deep, but it's not. Um, but to start to look at the limiting beliefs differently. First, the thing with limiting beliefs is most of us don't realize that we have them. Mm. Um, they're dictating the decisions that we make. And simultaneously, we don't even realize that they're there. Mm-hmm. And so shifting from being a passive listener to your thoughts to an active listener to your thoughts, I think is one mm-hmm. of the big first steps. Um, just literally starting to pay attention to the thoughts that are running through your mind. Right. 
so, so often, cause we have so many thoughts a day, like mm-hmm. the number is insane. I wish I remembered the exact number, but it's nuts. Um, so we can't really always pay that close attention to it. Yeah. But try to really tune in mm-hmm. is what I would suggest. And if you notice, especially one that's on repeat, cause a lot of them are on repeat, like take a moment to be like, what is that? Like, okay, this is what I'm, this is what my thought is. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Is that true? I had one thought that had been on repeat probably for years that I never decided to address. Mm -hmm. And then one day I think I was washing the dishes and I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) this is, I'm thinking X, Y, Z. And then I was like, okay, is that real? And I was like, no, definitely. It makes no sense. It was Mm -hmm. completely irrational, but it was like really stressing me out. But the moment that I decided to catch that thought and realize that it was irrational, it disappears. Mm -hmm. Like the Mm -hmm. way that you can kind of dissolve it is acknowledge it. And I think literally through neuroscience Mm -hmm. too, they say that once you start to acknowledge it, it weakens the proteins Mm -hmm. in the thought, like thoughts Mm -hmm. are literal things, which is also crazy. Yeah. Um, it's like literal, it's literally a physical thing. Thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And so paying attention to them, I would mm-hmm. say is the first step. It's like all about self-awareness. Um, and once you become aware of your thoughts, then you can actually reframe them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And do you have any, um, any like practices that, that help you with this? Like the first thing that comes to mind for, for me personally is my meditation practice. I think that has really helped me to just become more aware of those thoughts when they do come up. Um, Some people, you know, do affirmations in the mirror, like, and kind of keep coming back to that. Or, you know, there's, there's lots of different practices. Do you have anything that you personally do to help with that self-awareness? Yeah. I also think over time, I'm just so the first words that came in my mind was like turned on. Like mm. I'm like literally, I, th- I see it as a light switch. Like my, totally. my yep. switch is on. I'm on. So I'm like very automatically aware mm-hmm. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I do a lot of is like stream of consciousness writing. Mm. Cause there's so many thoughts. It's, it's so, yes. so many. And in certain situations um, I'll become kind of paralyzed And I can't even keep up with my thoughts. It's kind of like a bees. It's like bees all buzzing around in a hive in my head. It's too many. Yeah. You can't, you can't catch them. You can't pinpoint anything. It goes from one thought to another, to another, and they're not even a complete sentence. (laughs) Um, So especially with my boyfriend, if I have something that I need to say to him, the easiest thing for me to do is write. Mm. So that man gets notes on notes (laughs) on notes. like here's the journal for today exactly. let me know when you're done give me your and notes and then we can talk about it yeah yeah but I sometimes I can't control the bees yeah and so when I need to control the bees that's when I go to writing mm-hmm. um I'll do a stream of consciousness literally just write just let my fingers do what they got to do and then by the end of it I have so much more clarity yeah so to get clarity writing yes. is my go-to I love that. I love that. And like for for me, I see like that it's like downloading everything. Right. Mm-hmm, and it's just mm-hmm. like just kind of uh, it's like a sense of release. It's I I, I, I visualize yes. that as like a yeah, like a huge just sigh out onto paper. Yeah. Um, and it's just like literally that release. It's literally like say it was in my hand, like I put it down. Mm hmm. 
And I think that moment, that other time I mentioned where I had that ruminating thought that I finally decided to pay attention to after Mm -hmm. years, Mm -hmm. I literally had it in my hand and I put it down. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. you can just walk away from it. That's when it literally disappears. And so writing for me is putting it down and then sharing it oftentimes Mm -hmm. with someone else if I need to Mm -hmm. um, or keeping it for myself. But if you don't let it go, it stays within you. Yeah. That energy stays within you. You continue to hold it in your hand and you don't need to. Mm -hmm. You literally don't need to. So just letting it out and putting it down is kind of, it's so freeing. I think that's kind of a key word in this episode is Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And um, when when you first started um, talking about like that, that idea of being um, turned on and that that mm-hmm. self-awareness that that for me that also brought up the word um, presence yeah like just being really present um, yeah. and 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 another word that came up too is like it's it's a practice like mm-hmm. being self-aware is such a practice that I don't think people sometimes really realize how much you have to work at it like how yeah. much you actually have to work at being present in your yeah. life and being self-aware it's not easy it's not like it's just like okay I'm deciding to do this now it's like you can decide mm-hmm. to do it but then you have to keep working on it and working on it every day and that might have an ebb and flow to it as well Absolutely. Like, it, like how you become present with yourself can shift and it can change and it can evolve um but yeah I think like that that idea of just being really um present mm-hmm. um to be able to then pay attention to to all of those thoughts and and um those those limiting beliefs and any of mm-hmm. those those kind of words that that come up so yeah, yeah it makes me feel like that's what I, that's was, that was the visual for me. It's like, I'm present, I'm here. And then what do I need to say? Like, what do I need to mm-hmm. get out? Right. What yes, is it what that do I, I actually need to have get to get out? out? Ooh. Yeah. That, cause it's, it's like an escape. Like I got to get yes. out. Like yes. you got to get those out. You need to escape from those thoughts. And I think two other things that came to mind while you were talking, I didn't used to be present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I definitely 100%, didn't. No. Yep. I yep. lived in autopilot. Yes. That was my norm. I would do the exact same things every day, would wake up at like, I don't know, seven something, pull mm-hmm. into work at eight something, sit mm-hmm. in the car in the parking deck at work at eight something in the morning and think, is it five o'clock yet? Didn't right. even get out the car yet. Look at the clock all day long, get back home, binge watch, repeat. Yes. And like that was me on autopilot. And the thing when you're in autopilot, you don't even realize it. Yeah. Worst part. <laughs> And that is what is fed to us, though. Like, True. that is what we believe yeah. to be normal. Yes. You know, like all of the societal pressures that have been put onto us, all of the messaging is like, hustle hard, get up, mm-hmm. go to work, do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, there's it's there's there's always sort of been that messaging of like that that autopilot that Mm -hmm. that you know wash rinse repeat like Mm -hmm. just do it over and over again and that and that is is it's okay but how do you then integrate like the presence the self-awareness into that with all of those different practices right Mm -hmm. and with with all those those um 
those different exercises that can start to kind of uh, bring more of a spiritual presence into what you're doing and what how you're moving through the world, right? It's like it's a shift from existing to living. And so, okay. (laughs) Yes. That's, I I did another podcast interview and the girl was like, what's the biggest difference between you in your twenties and you in your thirties? And at first I gave some other answer and then I thought about it some more. And I was like, actually my biggest shift is that I've, my biggest difference is that I've shifted from existing to living. Mm. Like I no longer am an autopilot. I am so intentional with my time. This is also because I had an ex-boyfriend who passed away when he was 30. So I am like wildly aware of the fact that I could be out of here. Right. Like tomorrow. Right. So how are you going to spend this time? Mm. Like, what are you going to do with that? So no longer living in autopilot, no longer just existing. Mm -hmm. Like I am in control of my life and to be in control of my life, I got to be in control of my thoughts because those girls, they Mm. can send me down the wrong path. Yes. Yes. Wow. I just got goosebumps that that's, that's so, so, so powerful. Um, yeah. Moving from existing to living. That's really, really powerful. And it, it, that's it. You know, it's like the, the, the older, um, the older you get, like every time I say <laughs> that, do I'm that. Like, oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> aging myself. Not the older I get, um, you know, the, the more you do realize like, okay, but what am I actually doing yeah. here? Like walking towards what the good am I vibes. Doing? That's yes. all you've got to do. Yes. You don't have to do anything else yeah. on this planet. You don't have to help people. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Walk towards the good vibes and more than likely you're going to help people along the way. That's exactly. just kind of what typically works yes. when you're towards what lights you up. Mm. it lights other people up automatically around you. It's automatic when you start doing that. And so I think one of the things that I care the most about and one of the things I want to help people most with is that shift from existing to living. Like Mm. wake up. Everybody, it's time. Yes. Good morning, friend. Yes. Up here you are. Yeah. What are you going to do with your time? Mm -hmm. Start now. So beautiful. So, so, so beautiful. And, you know, what that makes me think of, too, is like, especially now, like right now in this moment in time, collectively as human beings Mm -hmm. all living on this planet, um, there is that sense of waking up. And I I believe that the people who are aware and who do walk through life with this presence and with this awareness are really, really starting to wake up to so many different things, right? Like so many different things have, have been kind of brought to the forefront through this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know, you know, in like the, the spiritual community, like a lot of energy healers are definitely saying that there is a very, very big shift happening right now collectively. Um, and that, you know, it, it's, it's so clear that mother nature is, uh, very unhappy with she's over it right now like <laughs> she's over it. so abundantly clear and so what are you gonna do with that right yeah. like what are you gonna do with that how are you going to make a shift in your life to contribute 
more to the collective. Like, how are you going to keep walking towards those good vibes? And like you said, helping people along the way or like, you know, pulling in the right people, surrounding yourself with a great community is probably just organically going to happen, right? If you are walking towards that energy. Because I think we often think so hard, like, what can I do to help someone? But like, mm-hmm. I really think the best thing you can do is to help yourself first and get in alignment mm. with what resonates most with your spirit. Yes. And then once you found that and you walk towards it, it's all, like, like we've said, it's automatic. Like mm-hmm. you will start to make an impact and mm-hmm. you don't even have to try. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. be yourself. Yes. And then that joint hits. Yes. And then that is like so easily like, okay, well, that's my purpose. Walking towards exactly those beautiful vibes, collecting those people along the way, you mm-hmm. know, that that are going to help me be of service. And and it's all like you said, it's all just going to like happen automatically, authentically. Mm-hmm. And it just like that just it makes me feel just so much um, so much happier just like knowing that that. I, I am able to help people. Cause that's, that's what mm-hmm. we talked about is like, that's what I always kind of feel is like, I'm air quoting now, like my, my purpose, yeah. right. Is okay. Like I know that, I know that makes me really happy. I know that it makes me really happy to help people, you know, for you, like helping people come to that realization of like, let's shift from existing mm-hmm. to living. Right. Um, it fills me with joy I know that that is my passion. And so like that can just, that can very easily be like the reason, you know, your why, your purpose, if you will. So um, I really love all of that. I'm like... (laughs) We talked about being full before we started recording because like we from both food, had big yes. meals. But now I just feel like so yeah. energetically full and so spiritually full. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, such a beautiful conversation. I have my hands over my heart because I just it feel happens, really, like, really full. It happens every time I start getting on a podcast. Like I felt really uncomfortable before this physically mm. just because I ate so much food. Like I was <laughs> <Yes>. so tired. <laughs> Yeah, stomach hurting because I ate pot belly and they put too many peppers on it. But I love the peppers. (laughs) Like I was struggling before I got on this call, but I was like, I already know it's gonna fill me up because it does every time. Yeah, and like this is my medicine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel better every single time. Would I have known that though? I couldn't have planned any of this. Yes. No, but I have also, I've found my medicine. Yes, yes, exactly. Human connection, you know, (laughs) human connection can do wonders for the soul. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so Lauren, I have uh, one more one more question for you that's a little bit like on the chunky side, I like to say. Okay. And then if you want to do a lightning round with me, I would love to play a lightning round with okay, you. Okay, that sounds fun. Cool. So final big question for you, Lauren, is what does being a compassionate creative mean to you? Hmm. I think the first thought is empathy Mm. and grace. Mm. And when I say grace, um, so I'm a graphic designer. That's my, my day job. Okay. And so I've worked, I work with so many people to make their ideas into a reality. Mm -hmm. Um, and most people come not knowing what they want. That's just the typical. (laughs) Right. And so 
And then it evolves a lot over time. So it's kind of like grace and patience mm. um, as somebody gets clarity. Mm. And so giving people that grace to learn and grow and evolve, yes. I think that's what comes to mind first when I think of what is a compassionate creative. Yeah, that sounds yeah. beautiful. That sounds really beautiful. All the all the lovely, lovely words. And and in there, I also hear like helping people again, mm -hmm. you know, helping mm -hmm. people through your passion, helping people through your creativity. Um, like you said, helping them find what, you know, what what is creative for them, helping yeah. them kind of connect to to what what their passion is, right? And being able to yeah. express that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We'll do a lightning round and then I'll, um, I will let you be free for the rest of your Saturday. <laughs> that is my life. Freedom. All right. Okay. So favorite method of self-care. Mm. Ooh, I don't know. Netflix. Yes. Love it. <laughs> First thing you do to reconnect to yourself. Get quiet like in mm. a quiet space. Usually it's loud all day, but I mm. like turn everything off. Mm -hmm. Love that. To show compassion means to? Give grace and patience. Yes. I feel most creative when I? Am starting something new. Ooh. A whole new project that I don't know where it's going. Exciting. And finally, authenticity is? Honesty. Ah. Oh. Beautiful. You are a really good lightning rounder. <laughs> very, very, very good lightning round. Because I know myself. Yes. So good. So good. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really enjoyed having you on my podcast. I appreciate your energy, your spirit. I feel a real connection to you. And um, I, I hope that we can collaborate again and, uh, and, Let's and stay in touch. I love it. I Let's love it so much. <laughs> yeah. And I will be sure to share the podcast with everyone um, and, and share your, your socials and all of your info, making sure that everyone knows where to find you. Thank you again for being here with me. Of course. Walk towards things that feel good, friends. Yes. That's all you got to do. Don't put yes. on pressure on yourself. Just go. Start walking. Love it. Start walking. Thank That's you, it. Lauren. No problem. Such a beautiful conversation. We connected so much and I really just loved kind of following up and re-exploring the conversation that Lauren and I had on her podcast. So hope that you enjoyed this one. Let me know your thoughts. What are some of your limiting beliefs? What are things that you are exploring with your own purpose? Thank you again for being here with me today, my beautiful listener. I'm so excited to be back in the booth, back recording and creating this content for you to share. Um, please feel free to share this episode with anybody that you think might benefit from hearing it. And I will be back again next week with another Free Flow Friday. Until then, take care.